0: hey there studio owner you've put your blood sweat and tears into creating a brick and mortar business that serves your clients and impacts the community you love you are my hero and i'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk like besties do because i get it I've had my studio business for over 12 years, a handful of kids and a few passion projects that I love like this one. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, your visibility coach for the studio owner who wants more stellar clients coming through their doors, more bank in their bank account, and more time to hang out and be completely present with those they love most. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful studio business, sharing stories, talking strategy, and learning practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create your epic life every single day. So if you're a dance studio, yoga studio, Pilates studio, or a fitness boutique studio, you are in the right place. Add some kiddos into the mix and maybe a life partner, and I call you a rebel woman. Ready to dive in? Let's get real.
1: Hey there, Rebel Women. How are you? Melissa here coming in, and I'm super excited to chat with you. As always, I hope you guys are well. We are well into September here. We are ready to launch into the fall season for us dance studio owners. Um, And any studio owner, I hope your season, uh, fall season, is picking up. And that is a key word here because um, I have been chatting with people throughout the summer. And summer is always a bit of a lower enrollment for studio owners, but then the fall comes in and there's an uptick and we're super excited and all the energy is there. And that is when and why and how I am able to talk about this episode. How would you like to save some money in payroll? Most of us would raise our hand because payroll is truly a big expense because we ha- we need a team. We have a team. We love our team, but they are a big chunk of our overhead. And every time I write their check, I'm very thankful that I can. But if we could save some money on payroll, would you be willing to do that? I want to back up a little bit. When we grow our business... We don't just grow the good stuff. We also grow the inefficiencies. So anything that you have that is going, "Mm," or you're leaving money on the table, that only magnifies or gets bigger or amplifies as you get bigger. So I want you to think about that as you grow. So hopefully you've had an uptick in this fall here, lots of enrollments, new students, new clients. And with that, expenses might be bigger because of payroll and all the things. So today I wanted to talk about um, how I was able to save 50% in payroll through automation and systems, systems, (laughs) spit that out. And this came out of necessity as most things do, right? Um, A couple podcasts ago when we were talking about getting bigger, uh, get better before you can get bigger, you have to get better. It came down to a really tough summer enrollment. We had this past summer, I think was my hardest summer in business ever. Enrollment was extremely low and I did not know why until mid summer when I was talking and really kind of letting my guard down because I was scared to share that my numbers were so low. I felt like a failure. I felt like, Melissa, you should know better. Why isn't this working? Melissa, how come, how, how come you should like, I just was really mad at myself that my summer enrollment was so low because we, I felt did all the things and we had a great offer. Okay. So we do our summer pass, which is honestly, it's a, it's a kick-ass offer. I love our summer pass offer. Our summer pass is unlimited classes for the summer. And it's a great way to get new people in the studio. And that's exactly what it has done for us. It gets new people in the studio to try out classes and they can try out any class in their age group all summer and then, you know, figure out what, which one they really like and then enroll for the fall. So that has worked for us. Okay. We've done it. And this was our third summer doing it. Parents love the flexibility. Um, I personally like it as a teacher because then I can teach technique and every class is like a mini master class, okay? So the prep work is very minimal. You don't have to worry about choreography. Uh, You can focus on three or four steps throughout the class and just let these kids have fun, right? Students have fun. Well, this summer we had... Uh, two thirds of what we normally have. And I was expecting at least a third growth. Okay. And we only got two thirds of what we had last year. So I was like, whoa, what is going on? And at first I thought it was gas and food prices and just the, the economy, which it could be part of it could be. But then as I was talking to other studio owners and other people who have summer events, their numbers were low too. And I think, you know, I would love to have a conversation with you. Did you, A, did you experience this in your summer uh, business? Um, We felt that this was the first real summer that everything was open and people were free to move move around the country. So they did. They said, we're out of here. We're going, we're traveling. We're doing the things because we can so, um, I think that's what it was. And just people were out and about, even though we have this great offer of flexibility and you just come when you can, you know, um, it is what it is. So, so I needed to figure out what I was going to do because I had these classes, I had people enrolled, but I didn't have enough to pay the staff that, um, my my staff. So I had to let some teachers go for the summer and I ended up taking classes on. And then my admin offered to work for free because she, she's, cause it was at a point where it was just, I was like, Holy cow, this is, this isn't good. Right. And I said, no, that's not an option. You're not going to work for free. However, would you take the month off? Cause I, then I got started to, I started thinking, we, can, we have a lot of things that we can do on autopilot or get programmed so that, that it's automated. And July is our slowest enrollment month, right? So June, we were enrolling a lot for our summer. And then July is a slow enrollment month for the fall. And then August, it picks up again. So if we can get things tight and clean, and if you can make a list for me, of things that do have to get done that can't be automated, which was like a half of a page, like it was very minimal of what needed to be done that wasn't automated. Huh, I think we can do this. And then I got thinking, my social media person, same thing. All that can be worked ahead so that she could technically have July off. So I was able to save 50% On payroll for July by being super intentional about getting things systematized and automated so that no balls were dropped. I will say a couple balls were bounced but they were not dropped because I had to pick them up. Right. So meaning I was in charge of those balls and I did bounce one, but they weren't, they weren't life. They weren't huge. Okay. So what, what was really cool for me was to see that that can be done. And now in the future, like, can we do more of this? Can we do, um, could I do this every July? And say, you know what? Let's get everything system um, ready so that you can take July off, and and not even look at the dancing house information. Like just check out for a month. You know, these are people that work part time; they have families. How cool would that be? And better yet, how cool would it be to say, you know what? Take the month off, but I'm still paying you. That's my goal: is to be able to do that for my team. You know, think of it as a bonus. So inefficiencies. Can you get better at that? So listen to getting better that's a couple episodes ago. I think it's 133. I'll link it here. But then where can you there's there's a lot that we can automate and systematize and save ourselves a chunk of change. What would 50% in savings for payroll do to you? Okay? Especially if it was like just, you know, even two weeks, you know, I needed Karen by the end of July because enrollments were starting to pick up for August, and I I was tempted to say, "I need you, I need you." There's a lot going on, but I'm like, "Nope, I can do this. I can I can do this." Um, I was just afraid I'd mess up her systems because she's very good about her systems, <laughs> but it all worked out. So I wanted to share that story, a to be vulnerable because sometimes even I go through some tough seasons, and this past summer was an extremely extremely tough season. I, there was some moments where I just was curled up in a wall, um, in May knowing that summer would be hard, but here we are September. We got through it. We're on the other side and I'm able to talk to you and share with you, um, what we did to get there. Okay. It wasn't perfect. Um, it's not ideal to say to a teacher, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't have you. I, I, I can't pay you. So I had to let a couple teachers go, which means I had to pick up the slack, which is not ideal. I was teaching a lot of hours. I was actually doing the thing. Um, but it's what needed to happen. And, um, sometimes we have to do what needs to happen to get through it. So, um, hope you are all on an uptick in your studio business. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear any reflection you have from this past summer. Um, maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm not alone. I would love to hear it either way. And if you are here and listening for the first time, or maybe you've been listening for a while, I would love for you to scroll down in your Apple podcast app and leave an honest rating and review. Um, we haven't had any in a while, and I would just love some reviews uh, just to know if this is resonating, um, any feedback, or you can hit me up on Instagram, brick and mortar visibility and DM me. Let me know what you think, what you would like to hear more of. Um, I'm here. I'm here for you to share my story of being a studio owner to help you, okay, to help you and, um, not feel alone because sometimes it is, it is kind of lonely, isn't it? Um, it's not like chiropractors or, um you know, in our town, at least I pick on chiropractors cause I, ha- I have so many friends that are chiropractors, but I feel like there's one on every block. Um, so they can, you know, talk with each other or in the next neighborhood where dance studios or studio owners, you're very, you know, there's only a few of us in a town at one time. And, um, you know, usually we're competing against each other and not maybe talking to each other. So to, to, um, have somebody else to talk with, um, is always helpful. So I would love to hear from you and love to uh, see what you're getting out of this. So please, please share. All right, enough babbling from me. I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for tuning in
0: and we'll hear from you or chat with you next week. Same time, same place. Peace, bye-bye.